that's the thing, man. If you're not willing to do what's necessary to separate yourself from everybody else around you, you'll never get that opportunity that you're looking for. Now, some might think that's harsh, but speaking from experience, that's the motherfucking truth. It's like I say in gambling. Everyone gets a shot at glory, but not everyone plays their hand the same way. Welcome back to another episode of TCR Live. I'm your host, Nate Sror, and if you're new here, welcome. Today, we're back with a second episode of Storytime, the series in which I share situations that I've been in and lessons that I learned along the way to help you make smarter, more sound decisions. Since graduating high school, I've always gotten a ton of questions about how I jump-started my life and ultimately my career. But recently, with the launch of The Conscious Rebellion, I've been approached by more and more college-age students asking me a similar thing. That's why today we're going to take a trip back in time to the long-haired, slightly depressed, 18-year-old version of Nate and explaining how I utilized my situation to get my life on the right track. But first, if anything I say in these stories sticks out to you as thought-provoking, interesting, or you think that a student you know, potentially even a sibling of yours, could benefit from hearing how I got my start, please consider sharing this podcast. This is the best thing you can do to help us grow, but now, let's get right into today's episode of Storytime. So I just want to preface this by saying you must first look to differentiate yourself. Think about any situation in which you're competing for something. Maybe it's a job interview, maybe it's a relationship, maybe it's for that starting receiver slot on the football team. In all of these, you're looking to make yourself stand out in a good way. Now, I'm going to point out throughout this story times in which I realize this and I actively work to make myself stand out because as you'll see later on in this episode, that's ultimately what got me the shot that catapulted everything else. So a string of bad events in late 2018 made me realize that I needed to make a change in my life. Now this was senior year of high school for me, so I was pretty much checked out of school already, Um, and I realized pretty quickly that free time was really bad for me. When I had free time, that's when I started to get into trouble and do things that weren't self-serving, so that made me realize I needed to fill my schedule as much as possible. So I started looking for full-time work, as this was the first time I could really work legally 40-plus hours a week, and when I was doing this, it actually caused my girlfriend at the time to leave me. Now, I guess she wasn't too on board with the whole 40 hours a week plus school, how are you going to have time for me type idea, and to be honest, I guess I was fine with this at the time, because I proceeded forward and ultimately got a job working full-time at the airport closest to me for a valet service that wasn't even in operation yet. So for the first month or so of working at this job, the first thing on my mind was how do I stand out? Because if this service hasn't even started yet, that means there is a lot of opportunity for growth and to ultimately move up the chain, whether that's just in the valet service or in the airport as a whole. So some things that helped differentiate me immediately was, number one, I was obviously the youngest employee there. Uh, It's not too often you find high schoolers working 40 hours a week, especially at the airport here in Milwaukee. That was, I was definitely the only one doing that. Unlike a lot of people working at the end of the place at that time, I was also hungry. I wanted to advance. I was willing to learn, do a bunch of multiple positions, which 
at the airport and a lot of you who work in in some of these environments where there's multiple positions that you could potentially learn for some reason a lot of people don't jump at that chance and that just blows my mind the more things you learn how to do the more valuable you are to a company and that's how you don't get fired that's how you don't get let go and that's how you don't get laid off so and the fourth thing uh, was just really work ethic I mean coming in not complaining willing to do things help people out if you do that consistently without looking for for anything in return. That is how the good things happen in life. So there's a saying I like to use when gambling. Everyone gets their shot at glory, but not everybody plays their hand the same way. So what this means in business is be on the lookout for when that opportunity comes because everybody gets that opportunity. But if you're not paying attention and have too much tunnel vision, you could very easily miss that. So back to Valet, back to the story. So the, servi the service rather started running fully right around the beginning of 2019. And to be completely honest, it shit the bed for the first few months. Poor planning, lack of leadership, no marketing, bad systems, technical errors, the list goes on and on. So this set the stage for a meeting with the leadership team in the company and through differentiating myself, doing everything I talked about before, showing up every day, being hungry, willingness to learn, I was invited to attend this meeting. This showed them that I cared. By showing up every day, willing to work, doing everything I mentioned, it really helped set me apart from everybody else because those people were just going through the motions. I genuinely cared and wanted to make the service better. So I don't know, February, late February, early March, we get asked into this valet meeting. And I remember talking with my manager beforehand. He mentioned he was going to say this, that, and the other thing to kind of defend us as employees. I wasn't managing the service at this time. I was just an 18-year-old new employee. Um, and, and, and the manager, whose name will be just John, for, for lack of a better term, John said that he was going to say a whole lot. So I figured, hey, I'll just kind of sit in there, back him up, um, just, just show that, hey, like I got invited to this meeting, might as well show up, right? So we're about five, 10 minutes into the meeting, and we're just getting absolutely ripped a new one by the executives at the airport, uh, talking about how we're doing this, that, and the other thing wrong. We're not following procedure properly. Um, just a, a whole lot is not going right. And if we're, we're about 15, 20 minutes in the meeting at this point, and my manager, John, still hadn't said anything at the time, and I wasn't going to either. But that was until my team started getting bashed for something that another group did. Now, if you, <laughs> for those of you who work in retail or really any like 24-hour operation business, you know that the shifts sometimes have a battle. First shift tries to be better than second shift. Second shift tries to be better than third. Third tries to be better than first. Like that's how it goes. So I was on second shift because you know I was in school at the time. So when second shift started getting absolutely ripped for something that people in the morning should have very easily done, that really just pissed me off. And my manager, John, still hadn't said anything at this time, just taking it all. And I'm like, all right, man, you know what? I'm just going to stick my neck out and stand up for the staff. And that's exactly what I did. So I want you guys to think about the context here for a second. So I'm 18 years old, one of the newest and easily the youngest employees at the airport. The truth is I'm still in high school and have virtually zero business experience. I could very easily just be laughed out of the room or completely ignored. But by establishing myself as somebody who gave a shit, they took my comments to heart and it also made them do a double take on me as a person. 
I'll never forget blaming, saying, sticking up, saying, hey, like, this wasn't my team, our shift, who, who did this error. This was somebody else, somebody who was a manager in the company. And I'll never forget the operations manager, when I said that, literally got out of her chair. She was so furious. And I just remember sitting there just looking at her like, you can get as mad as you want. Like, I'm just telling you the truth here. Like, I had I had no fear, was not worried about anything, because the truth is I was genuinely trying to make the service better and flow better. So when they did that double take, I remember looking from the executive operations manager over to the VP. And the VP was just kind of sitting there at the head of the table, arms crossed, you know, big business guy, just kind of looking at me. Not He didn't say anything. He was just kind of looking at me. And I didn't know at the time if he was ready to fire me, if he was going to beat my ass right there. Like, I had no idea what was going to happen. But ultimately, me speaking up in that meeting impressed the VP so much that he asked me out to lunch and we started talking about my future plans, outside of being a valet attendant, of course. And when I told him that I was about to graduate high school and didn't really know what I wanted to do yet, his jaw almost hit the fucking floor. And really after that, the rest was history. We hit it off. I graduated a couple of months later and I went into running, selling, marketing, and just really being the, the valet guy at Milwaukee Airport. Um, and that all started from sticking my neck out and voicing my opinion in a meeting that I may or may not should have been in. So the lesson in all this is to do things to make yourself stand out because that is how more opportunities will come your way. When you sense that you're being presented with one or that this could be a pivotal moment, don't hesitate. I didn't. And the old me probably would have hesitated. In fact, I think we all find ourselves in situations in which we're, oh, I don't know, should I do this? Should I say something? Man, fuck that. This is also a message to myself. Fuck that. Trust yourself. Don't hesitate and take massive action. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Storytime on TCR Live. I greatly appreciate it if you would subscribe to the show. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please consider leaving us a five-star review. That has been it, guys. And I will see you all later.